Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ah, there it is. That means it's Wednesday morning on the middle. Christmas week, and we finally, Barrett Brooks, have a game to break down, and not only a game, but a win. And the Eagles get uh, to 500, which they haven't been at since week two. After losing to the Niners, they were 1-1. One and one. And from then on, they were below 500. So they've crawled back to 7-7 seven and seven and are in a legitimate chase for the playoffs. Right now sitting just behind Minnesota for that seven seed. Uh, it looks like the Washington football team, you know, now at 6-8, and eight, it's going to be a steep climb for them to come back. Uh, but what an interesting game last night, man. I'll, I'll tell you, it started out. I, 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 was, I was thinking back to my, my old friend, Neil Young, who said, Rust never sleeps. And there was a lot <laughs> of rust, good. and it wasn't like sleeping for those 16 days or whatever it was <laughs> since they played. And for Jalen Hurts, even longer than that. I mean, he was really rusty at the start, and Goddard makes that, uh, that play where, it, you know, I didn't even know it was intercepted when they went to commercial. I'm like, I thought it was just an incomplete pass, and they were going to be punting the ball away. And they come back from break, and the, the officials are on the field huddling, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, was there pass interference or was that was that somehow a turnover? And sure enough, they show it, this freakish inter, uh, interception off the foot of Goddard, which wasn't Jalen Hurts' fault. And the next thing you know, the Redskins – or the Redskins. I'm going to call them the Redskins today. Screw it. The Redskins <laughs> were up 7 nothing, And the next, next time you turn around after a Jalen Hurts fumble, they're up 10 nothing. You're like, what the hell is going on? You know what? I, I, when I saw the play, you yeah. couldn't see it go down to hit his foot. Right, but the but the the uh, the guy that intercepted it Landon kept running. Collins, Collins, yeah. But I heard the whistle. Right, you know what I'm saying? I heard the whistle. Should so have I'm been like, a touchdown, right, cool. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It should have been a touchdown. Yeah. But I heard the. I'm like, oh my god, I'm glad I heard the whistle. So I'm sitting next to Mulhern. I said, man, I heard the whistle, man. So we're good. I heard the whistle. He said, what do you mean, Mikey Moss? Yep. I said, I said, man, that's an interception, man. That's an interception. Uh-huh. He's like, no, it's not. The ball hit the ground. I said, no, it didn't hit the ground. <laughs> it, it came up too fast to hit the ground. Uh-huh. It bounced up way too fast. You see how yeah. fast it? Boom. I was like, oh man. So I'm glad I heard the whistle, which stopped the play right then and there, because it, it would have been a touchdown. It should have been a touchdown. Right. I was like, man, come on, man. And then, then the whole time, everybody in the office is talking about, oh, here we go. Yep, Joe Webb Joe again. Webb. Here we go. That's Joe right. Webb football game. I had to, de- I had to tell my wife about the Joe Webb situation because I said the exact same thing. I said, I think there's about sixty nine thousand people in that building right now yep. that are all muttering, <laughs> Joe Webb, Joe Webb, Joe Webb. Yep. Here it is again. And she's like, who the hell is Joe Webb? So right. I, had to, I had to tell her the whole story. <laughs> and then it was, it was ten nothing. 
You know, and it hurts. He's fumbling, and and he's getting he got torched by Sirianni coming off the sideline. You could see yeah, it just before yeah. they cut away the commercial. I'm like, yeah. man, he lit him up. And after that, the kid responded incredibly. You got to give him a lot of credit. He played a great game after that last night. He's he's making a lot of um, non-believers believers. Mm-hmm. And I you know like I said, it doesn't matter who's back there at quarterback when you have an offensive line that's running the ball like that. Seven straight, seven straight games with, with with 175 yards or more. Right. That's you know first. They said the last person to do that was the Bears back in the the Bears. 85. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Walter Payton. Correct. You know, said Super Bowl. Yeah. That's Super Bowl year, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. So, not saying it's a Super Bowl. Stop. No, stop, no, no. stop. 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 Right. The 85 <laughs> Bears did win the Super Bowl, but it was because of their defense. Okay, we don't have that kind of defense. So let's let's make that clear. Well, there lies the problem right. defensively. I, he's just not aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. He's got to be more aggressive. I mean, there's no way that that quarterback should have had any inkling that he had life to be out there and yeah. be on the same football field as those guys that were playing out there. He actually acquitted himself well for being with yes. the team for two and a half days. Because we <laughs> allowed we allowed that to happen. <laughs> we allowed it to happen. Yeah. Too much time to think. Too much time to go out there and make plays. They got to be more aggressive. I don't care who's back there at quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got to play tighter defense. And until we start doing that, man, we're going to have too many close games like that. I know. Like, it I was, was no sweat. way I thought we were going to lose it. No, but, but it I was a sweat. It was a yeah. sweat, right? You know, they, I mean, they, you know, they got it to what within 20 to 17. And then, you know, the Eagles score. And then watch comes back and scores again. And you're like, man, they just kind of they won't go away because the Eagles defense almost didn't want them to go away in a exactly. weird way. But Wanted I'll tell you. Tight. I'll tell you, Hertz, uh, prior to, or let's just say the 10 nothing. okay, what he did up until it was 10 nothing, he was four for six for 51 yards and an interception, which wasn't his fault, was sacked two times for ne- negative nine yards and a fumble lost. And that's when Soriani torched him for being too careless with the football. After that, for the first half, he went seven for eight for 118 yards, ran the ball four times for 17 yards and a touchdown. I think wow. Sirianni needs to yell at him more. Yes, That's just exactly. me. Okay. And I, <laughs> I listened to the post game press conference and, you know, that he said, uh, you know, he's a coach's son. He's used to being yelled at. Jalen said, I used to live with the guy who used to yell at me right. when I was young, <laughs> you know, so I'm pretty used to it and I respond to it. So there you go. He just gave you the open door. Let's coach this kid harder. Uh, you you want you know? that, man. You yeah. want that. You know, and, and real football players, you know, guys that just eat, sleep, and breathe ball, that's what they want. They want the constructive criticism. They want to be told, you know, what they're doing wrong. It's those prima donnas that really don't want to be as great as they want to be that you can't talk to. Mm-hmm. I mean, say what you want to say. Guys like Jordan, uh, you know, guys like Shaq, they always wanted to be the best at their craft, so they worked at it. He, I don't, I don't, I don't see anything different from from the way Jalen Hurst approaches the game than there's than the superstar athletes. You know what I'm saying? He approaches right. the game like he is the guy. He approaches the game like he's the best quarterback in the league. And you got to approach the game like that. He prepares himself to be great. Mm-hmm. Now, whether he plays great on on on, on Sunday it doesn't always uh, transfer to the game. But you know, more good than bad gets transferred to the game. He works his ass off, man. You with a player like that. He's only going to get better as time goes on. You know, I mean, he's all, like like Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson works the same exact way. 
Right. So I see traits of that in him. I see traits of 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 of, of you know being prepared like like Brady. Now mm-hmm. there's no way that he'll be at the level of those guys. You know, no. I don't think. No. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. I mean, he can will himself to be that way, but I, you know. But there was somebody else that you went back and watched footage of. Yes. And so, you thought there was a comparison here. There right? is a comparison. So I'm sitting back, like, I'm thinking, like, what quarterback could I compare him to that I, you know, that I saw play? And, I mean, just looking at how he plays the game, five played the game the same way. Five wasn't just this drop back quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that's when he had the most problems. That's when he was the most stagnant in his career is when he wanted to be that stand-in-the-pocket quarterback. When he got to have to running around and making all those jukes and everything, that's when he was a dynamic player. That's when they were winning um, games and, and getting to the AFC, I mean, uh, NFC championship game. So, I mean, I see those same characteristics in him. The fact that he works harder, way harder than five did. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> McNabb, work, he works hard. And, he works and, and harder that's than Vic does, or Vic oh, did, too. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a he is a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Forget the athlete. He is a quarterback that understands what he needs to do to be successful. Good players figure out what they do best. That's why Nick Sirianni is having some success right now. He's going back to doing what he does best, and that's running the ball. Yeah, everything else will fall where it needs to fall. You know, you told you told him what, he want a better um, drop back passer. That stuff will come once they keep you know grooming him into being the quarterback that he needs to be. Right, it'll come. Now he uh, he missed an open Gainwell last night in the end zone, and he tried to get the ball to Devontae Smith in double coverage. Yep, and I remember that. that. That was that was one where he didn't see it. They ended up having to settle for a field goal there. He probably wants that one back. Uh, but I, I thought he played a hell of a game last night. I really did. And he wasn't. Yeah, you know, and maybe it was because of the ankle injury. Uh, he wasn't so reliant on trying to run the football last night. Like right. he was. He was content in going through progressions as best he could, and, and you know, getting the ball to Goddard, getting the ball out, and. You know, they found Quez Watkins a couple of times, even got the ball, you know, to Rager on that big uh, wide receiver screen for 30 plus yards that that led to a score. Oh, he's, so he's he Rager today. He's not Ray Gore. He's Ray Rager Gore. Today. No, I'm sorry. It is Ray Gore. <laughs> I, I, I misspoke. It's Ray Gore. Um, not Al Gore. It's Ray Gore. Okay? <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> but, but my point is, is he spread the ball around. In fact, on that one drive, the one that ended uh, with a with a Ward touchdown, 19 yards. Uh, the prior play was to Ray Gore for uh, for a 34 and a wide receiver screen. Jordan Howard ran the ball. Stole got a got a pass. Watkins got a pass. I mean that that was like spreading it out the the entire roster except for Goddard and Smith. So he got right. a lot of people involved <laughs> last night, and I credit the coach for that too. I thought he might have called his best game easily since the Atlanta game. Okay, no in question. Week One, without question. And yeah. it's funny because. What do those two games have in common? Last night's game and the Atlanta game. What's that? The coach had a lot of time to prepare. Oh, like okay, leading yeah. into it. So I'm think I'm thinking like you know he didn't show anything during preseason, but they were looking at Atlanta film for weeks and get developing game plan and getting guys. You know they they look fluid. They got the ball out. They got different guys involved. He had a lot of time to prepare for that day. Same thing. You know, they had extra days to prepare even beyond the bye week for this game. And that's why you saw some little, you know, wrinkles like putting Slay out there on offense for one right, play. I mean, right, right. You know, he's starting to look around the league and seeing these other things that other coaches are doing, and he's trying to incorporate it. Well, you know what? Um, 
looking at uh looking at um how he approached this game, he said they had terrible practices Thursday, Friday. Thursday, yeah. Friday. Yeah. And that extra day allowed him to get back on track. You right. know, so you that I mean that makes a lot of sense once you say that now, you know, to put the correlation together. Mm-hmm. But that's just a young coaching staff, you know, getting into what they needed to do. You know, you right. they gotta play better and and you know, they gotta coach better. Gannon still has a long way to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He has a long way to go. But I like I like what Sirianni's doing. I like that the team are, are really involved with him. And remember we talked about, you know, after the Giants game, how we needed more interaction on the sideline yeah. with 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 Jalen Hurts. You know, that's something we we you were supposed to focus on, you know what right. I'm saying? And you saw more interaction with Hurts in the game no in game type situations. He can't do it himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can remember Carson. Carson used to be sitting there by himself and nobody would come up to him. That's not cool. You know what I'm saying? He's the quarterback right. of the team. He needs to learn just as much as everybody else. He needs to get that little black book. Well, it's not black book anymore. So uh, he needs to get in that uh, Microsoft touch also. Right. You know, get him more involved. People need to get more involved in what's going on in the game. But, man, that, you know, you can see a major difference on how they're running offense because, the, you know, they were prepared, number one. And number two, the only reason, you know, Hurts could go through his progressions is because he knew where those progressions were. He knew exactly where guys were going to be at. He didn't mm-hmm. have to he didn't have to look around and look for them. He knew exactly where they were going to be. And that's that pre-snap read. That's the preparation which allowed him to do that. Right. He knew he had a wheel route over here that he could have gone to. He knew that he had a, 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 a deep dig over here because, you know, that's what's in the offense. We went through his checks and reads. You got to know where guys are in order to uh, execute the offense. He knew where everybody was his last game plan. Yeah, and he, and he probably had, you know, well, he definitely had extra time to go back and probably self-scout, you know, himself and, you know, against the Giants maybe even earlier in the season and sort of work on that kind of thing. So, um, you know, the rust was shaken off early by the team because it looked really grim there to start mm-hmm. the game, man. I'll tell you, I was like, wow, well, this is this is the exact opposite of what you expected them to come out. And, and then you were starting to think, or at least I was, like, hey, maybe they just think they can just sort of roll the football out because it's Garrett Gilbert and they're just going to roll all over this team and Washington's going to just sort of tuck their tails and go home. And that wasn't the case. No. You, you know what? Regardless of what they had on the offensive side of the ball, and that's where they had the most um, deficiencies as far as yeah. guys with COVID. Their you offensive know, line was really depleted. Yeah, the offensive yeah. line, the quarterback position. Yeah, that defense was virtually intact, though. It was. Yeah. They didn't have the starting middle linebacker. They didn't have Mayo, but everybody else was a starter that was out there. Mm-hmm. So those guys played well enough against a top tier defense. That's one of the top defenses in the league. So everybody talking about, oh, you know, well, where do they go when they go against somebody that can stop the run? Well, that team is like the number five team as far as stopping a run, and all Coming their guys into that were game. there. Yeah, they were yeah. fifth in the league, right? All those guys were there. Mm-hmm. So let's not worry about who can stop the run. We'll 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 get to that when we get to it. You know, right. if somebody does it. But right now, even, we ain't worried about it. I'm just that, worried about them going out there consistently running the ball like they've been doing. And sticking to it, sticking with that identity, because that offensive line last night, Kelsey was unbelievable last night. I mean, he's pretty much great every week. But last night, it was almost like one of those like highlight reel kind of yes. games for him. You know what yes. I mean? Like, like when, he did, 
when he gets put into uh, the Hall of Fame, they need to yeah. roll some of the footage from last night's game. <laughs> How about the play where he's out there you know, running right there with Sanders leading the way, and then Sanders went the wrong way, and at the end of the play, he's just like, dude, right, like right. I, I gave you a touchdown, bro. Just follow me. Cut off my block. Read right. my block, bro. Yeah. And, you know, hey, Ray Gore did the same thing with Lane. Yeah. Lane's out there running. I mean, and those guys were – Toe for toe, step for step with those guys, man. Yeah. Come on, af- athletes. It was amazing, and I thought I thought Opeta did a really nice job, you know, no, filling in for Dickerson. Bit. Well, I know, but I mean, you know, think for about the most that, part, yeah, he had a good. I game. thought he, he did. I thought he was okay, yes, he Herbig, did. and you know that goes right back to to Jeff Stoutland, man. I mean, you know, this guy can get guys prepared. He is unbelievable at getting guys prepared. Really, is. Um, Opeta was crushed. I mean, was crushed. Uh, the last time I saw him out on the field. Oh, yeah. He did. He got dramatic, dramatically better, hmm. drastically better. Now, Jordan Mailata had some some sort of blips last night. How about the hold where he's out there leading the way on the left side and he basically bear hugged this 215-pound yeah. guy? I'm like, he outweighs him by 160. Just right, stand in his way. That. Yeah, he <laughs> text me that. He just engulfed him, man. When right. you're that size, man, it's, it's hard to. <laughs> I mean, what was he supposed to do? Stop, pull him out like, of his chest, and then, then, then throw him somewhere. That was the only thing. He was he was hustling, man. So I, I didn't I didn't I didn't you know I was like you know what? Hey, it happens, man. Because he's just so big, he just engulfed the guy, and and he had. The, I mean, the ref didn't know what to do. He's like, "What do I do?" I mean, he's not really holding him because he didn't have him grab. He just had his arm. No, he like just this. he hugged him. Right, kind of hugged him. <laughs> oh man, I thought that's, there was a lot of entertaining stuff last night. I thought you know the O line was great. Um, you know, Fletcher Cox had had himself a game. He took advantage of a very depleted middle of that offensive line. I mean, you're talking about a, like a fourth string center. Right. He's going up against and backup guards. And, you know, he had a big game. What 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 do you have? One and a half sacks, a couple of other big plays behind the line of scrimmage. He hit the quarterback a bunch of times. So he took advantage uh, of what he was going up against. Well, Fletch showed me the old Fletch and it was good to see him. Welcome back to the party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, when are we going to uh, see it next? Uh, right. Barrett? That's what I want to know. When's the next time? I mean, he got his second sack. He got a sack and a half. So now he has right, two and a half right. sacks for the season. Uh, is he good till January? Like, did he hit the quota for <laughs> December? I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, but anyway, how about the possession to start the second half for the Eagles? It's 10 10. And, and prior to the end of the half, they got a break on a, a stupid hold on the kickoff return. Remember they had that long kickoff return, the, the yep, Washington? Yep, yep. And uh, they would have been out about midfield, but it was something, you know, one of the uh, line, backup linebackers on special teams got called for holding. Yep, yep, And yep. it backed them up from what they would have been at the 48, and then they ended up starting at the 30. So, so that, that drive could have ended in, in points for Washington were it not for that hold. But the Eagles start off the second half with an unbelievable drive. I think it was like six plays, 75 yards, boom, 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 right down the field. Very yeah, impressive. Everything was calculated. It's like they started over with the first 15 right, plays. Right, You know what right. I'm saying? Back to back to back. It was the exact play call it should be at that time during that blitz or that type of play. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, I got to give it up to those young guys in the middle with with with, with Opeta and mm-hmm. and um and um Herbig Herbig yeah because Payne and Allen yeah are probably the best tandem of three techniques and one techniques in the league they're legit 
Yeah. They're the very legit. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they're blocking them, you know, they're holding yeah. off for their dear life, and, and they play well enough for them to execute the offense. I thought that was right. going to be the only sore spot. And when I wrote my uh, prediction up, that was my only sore spot that I'll be looking at right. and, 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 and you know, kind of cringing when I watched the game because Payne and Allen could, could you know, both guys from, from Alabama yeah. can change the course of a game. They're that good. Yeah, and you know uh, I mean? Ioannidis is a nice rotational guy in there. Oh too, yeah, he them. looked pretty good yesterday, yeah. also. Yep. Yeah. Very so, good. Yeah, and then uh, you know, of course, they get the they have the the lead, uh, twenty to seventeen, after Washington scored, and you're like, oh boy, you know, they're not going away, and then they put up that really nice drive to put it away at twenty seven seventeen. So they, you know, I mean, they they started out the second half really well, took charge of the game got a little bit threatened and responded immediately with the next drive. So there's yep. a lot, a lot to look forward to uh, or a lot to look back on and look forward to as a result for the next couple of weeks. Cause this week, I mean, they get Jake from straight state from, you know, at quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just add him to the list of backup quarterbacks that they've taken advantage of here. Just over the last couple of weeks, you go back to Trevor Simeon, uh, you know, Daniel Jones is, you know, what he is, Zach Wilson, is a rookie, and then get they get Garrett Gilbert. Now they get Jake Fromm, most likely, this coming Sunday against the Giants. I mean, everything's lining up the way it's supposed to line up for us to make it to the playoffs. And I'm going to tell you the truth. If they keep on doing what they're doing, this is playoff football, neck roll football. Mm-hmm. You heard it here. This is neck roll football. I coined this phrase um, out in North Dakota where they had a fullback that played running back. Number 44 look just like Tom Raffman. But, you know, this is what I call neck roll football because it's physicality. All we want right. to do is come hit you in the mouth. This is neck roll football the Eagles are playing. This is how you win in, in, in December. When it's cold outside, defensive players, they don't want to touch you. You start rolling them guys up. Time possession is in your hands. You're keeping other quarterback off the field. This is what you call neck roll football. It's almost like it's four-minute offense out there. Love it. All right. Love now, it. we have a situation. We have a situation on the stream. What's Kevin that? Savard says at Harry Mays, hey, that's my line. What's that? What? I think he's claiming neck roll football. No. Yeah, I think Absolutely so. Not. I think we have a situation. I coined that phrase. That's all me. You didn't watch Friday night on ESPN2? Tell North, him. North, North Dakota State versus JMU, James right. Madison University. You coined, coined that in Fargo, man. Yes, in Fargo. <laughs> in Fargo. I actually started talking about it uh, back in um, probably 10 years ago. I was working at NFL Films. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, you know, I was watching old film from back in the day. You could, you know, I was privy to all that stuff. And I started looking at Brian Cox, Tom Raffman, Ronnie right. Lott. All these guys that had neck rolls on their back of their uh, pads. Yeah. How, uh, Howie Long, you know, with, with the shoulder pads barely on them that hang it back so far. They all had neck rolls. So that's where I got neck rolls. All right, all right. Football. Hold on. There's a development. There's a, there's an update. Kevin Savard says no. Jake from State Farm. Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 it is from him. Okay, so let's yes. go. Kevin Savard gets credit for Jake from State Farm. Yes, he does have that. <laughs> yes, yes. I remember it now. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know we what? We, give you credit we need to hashtag that on, yes. on some of our <laughs> tweets re- regarding this game coming up this week. Whenever we talk about it on Twitter, we got we to gotta hashtag it, Jake from State Farm. Okay? <laughs> Jake from 
with yeah. two M's. Right. Two M's. Correct. Correct. <laughs> two M's. Let's see. He he and his uh, 72.2 quarterback rating uh, from brief action last week. So it's going to be interesting to see. Very brief. Uh, what they look like. Because uh, the Eagles are a, like a 10 and a half point favorite at home. Are they? Against the Giants with well, Jake you know, Fromm, State Farm. It's, it's, it's one of those games. It's, it's you know, they got to go out there and redeem themselves. They lost to a team they shouldn't have lost to. Yeah. They did everything they could to get a game, but they did. But the Giants, they weren't like – it wasn't like they were going out and taking it. We were handing it off to them. We handed two interceptions to them, deep interceptions to them. We handed off a, a, a fumble. You know, we just gave the game to them. Uh-oh. What's that? Here's more. This is a developing situation, Barrett. Uh, back to neck roll football. Angry Al Bundy says you might have to argue with Ike Reese about uh, apparently he's claiming neck roll football too. Oh no. Yes. No, no. I go Tone, brave. Tone. Our our friend Tone says Ike be like, quote, get my neck roll. End quote. It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. Situation. No, no, I it's not a situation. I have always said neck roll football. That's how that's... can I stir this pot? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I want <laughs> Because we're going to be off uh, tomorrow and Friday. Apparently. Yes, we're off so tomorrow Friday, so we're going to replay the show. I need something to stir. I need I need a pot to stir well, this is now in the game. This is my phrase. Neck roll. You guys heard it on Friday. Neck roll football. <laughs> I started out saying it. I've been saying it. I All broke right. it down in, in, in NFL films. All right, now there's there's more. They're asking. There's questions being asked about why you're so far away. From Ray Diddy, Joiner, and Barkan, uh, John Shelton wants to know: You were back in your little corner last night. Yeah, they put the I baby in the corner it. again, man. Why they need to that? give you a bigger desk. You're, I mean, you're so big behind <laughs> that desk. Like you got this little, like it's almost like something you had in high school. Like right, the, right. Like I, like I put, I was a, you know, the dunce. I, I, I messed up in class. You're in detention. You're, yeah, you're in you detention. go, you go sit over there, young man. <laughs> you're not allowed to be with everybody else. Right. right. You go. This is like Thanksgiving. You go sit at the kids' table. Yeah, you're okay? at the kids' table. Yeah. Yeah. They put me at the kids' table. It's bullshit. It is, man. But it's that social distancing, man. I mean, they had they went back to strict rules. Whatever, hey, whatever that governor says, NBC sports. Oh, yeah. They adhere by it, man. Right. Like I almost choked to death, you know, because I had to have my mask on the entire time uh-huh. at work. And I'm like, there's no, there's like nobody for 30 feet from me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's like 30 feet from me. And I still had to wear my mask inside the building. Yeah. I mean, people 30 feet. We're like social right. distance everywhere. We're in this big, big room. And, you know, guys are like, at the closest guy to somebody else is like is probably 12 feet. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just branched out and far away from each other. We still right. have to wear the mask throughout the I day. I woke up today and sneezed three times and thought about getting a test. And then I said, nah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Right, oh, right. man. All right, we're going to have – you think uh, that we're supportive of Jalen Hurts after last night's game, at least for one week. Wait till the guy that we have coming on at noon comes on. He is a huge Jalen Hurts honk going way back to Alabama. What? Oh, yes. that's right. That's Nick right. Kale's right. going to join us at noon. He texted me. And I think he might have been all banged up last night watching the game because he actually did get the game. Remember, I said he he, he said he wasn't going to be able to watch it. Right. Apparently, he was able to watch it, so he was watching it and texting me that uh, 
you know, I, I, I need to come on and, uh, and give you, you know, some Jalen Hurts takes. And I'm like, okay, let's go. 12 o'clock. <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> he doesn't know what he got himself into. Exactly. Uh, an, an hour later, he's still on the show. <laughs> That's right. That's all right. All right. Oh. So uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll be back uh, with more analysis and breakdown. Got to look at the playoff picture. Uh, the future schedules, all that sort of thing. And uh, we'll eventually get down to looking at uh, just some of the, the other games this weekend because uh, th- this weekend is shaping up. To They've got tons of really good matchups in the NFL. It's going to be yes. good football. I just hope, you know, that uh, this stupid virus doesn't cancel any of these games or postpone any of these games because I want – Thursday night football. I want two games on Christmas Day. I want the rest of the games on Sunday and Monday to go <laughs> off as scheduled. All right. From my lips to God's ears. Back in go. three. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. 
go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the show on a Victory Wednesday. That sounds very strange to say, uh, but it is the truth. We'll take it. It's like his Mac action or something, right? Yeah, right. Maction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little Kent State, Northern Illinois last right, night. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Um, the other game, which I didn't obviously see any of, but I was checking scores as it, you know, the Eagles game was going on. Man, that was a really slow one at first. It was like 3-3, three, 3-0, three, three, 3-3. Then it was 10-10. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Rams kind of distanced themselves and won the game 20-10. to 10. I couldn't just... watch one minute of it because I haven't no. watched the Eagles. That's the only thing that sucks, man. Yeah, I know. It does stink. I could have used a little red zone, a little going, you know, just between the two games going back and forth. Right, 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 uh, right. But the right. Rams get another win. Uh, so that puts them at 10 wins. Which you look at, you look at the uh, the top five seeds now in the NFC. Green Bay, of course, at eleven and three, is in command, and they have Cleveland on Christmas Day. Right, they're currently a seven point favorite at home against the Browns, and the Browns, at least as of now, are we're still dealing with a lot of uh, virus issues. So we'll see what happens with that. That seems a little low, right? Um. Yeah, I could see why you say that. Yeah, I could see that. I, I would expect that maybe up be up around nine, nine and a half. Right. I mean, you look at the Eagles and, and, and the Giants, you said they're at 10. Yeah. So I, I don't see us being that far removed from being the bad team we were five, you know, five or six weeks ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess that that line may, may indicate that uh, they, they expect Cleveland to be a lot healthier uh, coming into that game. They absolutely have to win the game. I don't think they will. Uh, but Green Bay only a seven. That, that's good on you, Barrett, for noticing that. It's a little bit of a short line. Yeah, you're learning. You're, you're learning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the Dallas Cowboys at 10 and four are right now the two seed, Barrett. Yes. So if, if the birds could find a way in at seven and Dallas stays there, you know what that means. Well, you two know what? Versus that, seven. That's first that's round of the playoffs. So they'll, you know, so they'll play back to back weeks. If, if it holds form and, the, and right. the Eagles jump ahead of Minnesota, um, Dallas is the two seed by virtue of a tiebreaker over Arizona and Tampa Bay. Uh, this best win percentage in conference games thing keeps showing up a lot in these tiebreakers. Yes. Uh, Tampa Bay at 10 and four. They win the tiebreaker over Arizona based on strength of victory. Wow, they go deep with these things, aren't they? <laughs> like, you need a lawyer to determine to really go through all the tie-breaking situations. Exactly, you got a geek in the back just going over yeah. numbers. And, a lawyer know, and an interpreter. Yeah, <laughs> really, because it sounds like a foreign language to me. Arizona at four now. Boy, they were number one not too long ago. They're at ten and four. They win the tiebreaker over the Rams based on best win percentage in division games. Okay, and the Rams at ten and four now, the fifth seed. Uh, all alone, and then San Francisco is the sixth seed at eight and six, and of course they have the tiebreaker over the Eagles on head to head. Minnesota at seven and seven is the seventh seed for now, with a tiebreaker over the Eagles on that best win percentage in common games. But mind you, the Eagles have a gift this weekend 
with Jake from State Farm and the Giants. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings host the Rams. The Rams are favored on the road by two and a half in that game for what it's worth. So they got a tough game is my point. And then they have Green Bay on the road next week. Mm. Minnesota. So, that, I mean, that's they have so. two losses. So that'll be two losses. So that'll, that'll alleviate them. At the most, I think the Eagles will have one loss. So right. who could jump over them to get, you know, that who, spot? Who could jump the Eagles? Yeah. Um, well, see, they, they got the Saints with them, but they have the tiebreaker over the Saints on head-to-head. Right. Now, the Saints' schedule, let me pull that up because I have all this stuff somewhere. I've written all <laughs> this crap down. I got notebooks upon notebooks, Barrett. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. I must have put it on one of the other sheets. I got too much goddamn paper. Well, you know what? It's um they have the Dolphins. They'll beat the Dolphins. Right. On Monday night football, they have the Dolphins. Yeah. I don't know that they're gonna beat the Dolphins. The Do- that's not a well, pushover you know game. The Dolphins have won right. six straight games. I'm looking at the Dolphins like I looked at them earlier. No, they're they're I mean we're looking at Trevor picks. Yeah, right. This is Trevor picks. Simeon and then you know, what's his name? Uh the the running quarterback. Yeah, right, they got right. Miami and then they have Carolina. Now, Carolina stinks out loud right now, so they, they they probably win that game at home. And then they finish at Atlanta. Atlanta I mean, Atlanta? they, 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 they could also. win that game, but Atlanta could also beat them too. That's not a lock. But I think Miami, we got to be – we got to root for Miami just to go bury the Saints. Well, you Put know them what? in the rearview mirror. You're absolutely right. I, I bet you, the, I bet you the, uh, the Dolphins are favored in that game. What's the, what's the line on that game? Look at you. I love this. Now, he's looking for lines. He's saying this line looks short. The New Orleans Saints are the standard three-point favorite at home. The total is very low at 38 and a half. Uh, so, yeah. I would take Miami in that game. I know I, New, I, New Orleans has a good defense, but I, I you know, I'd grab the three points on the road. I'll take I'll take Miami mm-hmm. and I'm also going to take the Falcons. This week? When they uh, uh oh, at the end when they of the play game. New Orleans, when they yeah. play New Orleans, look at you. You don't even know what the line's going to be, and you're taking them. I love I, it. Well, you look at I mean the Falcons are turning things around a little bit, man. Yeah, they've got Detroit this week. Can Detroit follow up their big win? Um, they're on the road at Atlanta as a five and a half point underdog. Uh, I don't think so. Can they keep it close? Hmm. Because we, we actually need the Falcons to be invested into this game. So I need the Falcons to beat. Um, you I need beat the Falcons Detroit. to beat Detroit. Yeah. And whoever they have next. Right. Let's see what they have next. They probably have uh, maybe a Tampa Bay. It's probably a division game. It's probably Tampa Bay. But I like your line of thinking. Keep the Falcons interested. Keep them yeah. thinking that they got to play all the way through uh, the end and try to try to beat uh, – the Saints. Oh, it's, it's pretty tough. They got to beat the Lions, but then they have to play the Bills. Oh, the Bills. Oh, the Bills wow. have been sucking, though. Yeah, but they're and much they more go... talented than Atlanta. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. We want to have them totally invested. All right, now Mama Brooks is in the house. Good morning, Mom. She's saying, uh, wishing everybody a best holiday and saying hello to me. So hello, Miss uh, Mama Brooks. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> um now i'm looking at the stream here you see a lot of guys coming in here let me see this boom bap here we go wait wait a second 
He said, here we go. Boom Bap at 11.30 says, y'all falling for the banana in the tailpipe as usual with this Hertz praise. Y'all right. never y'all never learn. Okay, that, that, I find this fascinating. Now, I don't know if he's talking to you and me or the other stream people or whoever, but it doesn't matter. So in other words, we can't praise the quarterback for having a good game. That means we're falling for the banana in the tailpipe. I'm not making any, you know, determinations of Jalen Hurts beyond this week, you know, rather than beyond this year. I'm just saying he had a great game. Right, 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 okay, right. That's it. Give credit where credit's due. Exactly. I'm not. When he had a bad game. We smashed him. Right. I'm not saying we he's a franchise him. quarterback necessarily yet. I was encouraged by what I saw last night. That's Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Why does everybody have to run with this stuff? Everybody does. It's our fan base because we love them when they're doing well. We crush them when they're doing bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're the extremes as a fan base. You know, it, you know, we're never satisfied, and that's what it is. I was in, I was in, I was in um, towns where I played ball that it didn't matter if win, lose, or draw. They still mm-hmm. love, like the Steelers. Win, lose, or draw, they love you. They're not gonna talk bad about you. You go to uh, Green Bay. Win, lose, or draw. They're not going to talk bad about you. You go to the grocery store. Hey, you'll get them next time. You know, the fans are like all oh, that. Man, I play here in Philly. We, how the hell y'all lose to such and such and such and such? You know, y'all better get it together. You know, I'm paying your salary because, you know, I buy tickets, season tickets. So, dog, it's a different type of fan base that we deal with here <laughs> in Philadelphia. Way different, man. Like I said, I played for them. I, I, I played with a fan base that just didn't care about football, period. You know, with the Detroit right. Lions. Well, I like to care. I like the fans that come out. You know, you might notice them as a new name on the stream, and we love all the streamers, and we appreciate uh, the follows and the sub- subscriptions and the likes and everything. But it's like you, you haven't seen this guy at all yet all season. So he's been laying in the weeds, right, listening to us maybe criticize <laughs> this guy or criticize the coach for the X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden, they both have really good games. And then right. this guy, boom, here he comes out of the weeds. See, y'all hating on Sirianni and Hurts, man. I told you <laughs> they were going to the bowl. Like all that crap. Like I love well, that stuff. <laughs> come on, man. I mean, I mean, just like just like, you know, even look at William, was it William Bernie? Them boys. Yeah. I ain't trying to hit them boys. Like I said, I predicted well, this Dallas three fan. weeks ago. Yeah. About yeah. three weeks ago. The Eagles are gonna beat Dallas. You've you've been saying that for I think more than three weeks. Yes, well, probably six. I tell you, it better. They happen, are built Dallas. well to beat Dallas. It better happen, Barrett. Are they going to come raining down on you? I know it, and I accept all <laughs> responsibility for it too, because I could see them. I'm I'm telling you, because it ain't had, even at full strength. Mm-hmm. We see the inefficiencies at the quarterback position. Say what you want to say. Yeah, and Dak, I like Dak. But Dak is really, really human now. Mm-hmm. He's not playing at the level he was. He doesn't look weeks. the same like he did. He doesn't. Uh, that shoulder's first... still bothering him. Yeah. It's still bothering yeah. him. So he he's dinking and dunking. He's not going down the field. He's not trusting his offensive line. That's a major difference. And, and oh, uh, by the way, Zeke hasn't been healthy. Nope. But it'll nope. be just our luck when he does come back. It'll be back against, you know, Dallas. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, against uh, the Eagles. But I mean, I see some holes, and and oh, by the way, yes, Marco, Michael Parsons is an unbelievable, unbelievable talent at the linebacker position. But when you put a hat on him, three hundred sixty pounds coming off and hitting him in the mouth, 
he gets human real quick. You never see him in them goal line situation making plays. Mm-hmm. You see him making plays from 20 to 20. Right. He don't make them plays when he gets in the goal line when they start running the ball, putting the hat on him. Then he becomes very, very human there. Just watch the film. That's all I'm saying is watch the film. I love him. I wanted the Eagles to pick him up. But I understand, you know, what his kryptonite is, you know. And that's what the Eagles do best is run the rock. That team cannot stop people from running the rock. Yeah, It's just they score so fast that they get you down that you have to pass the ball. And that's when Diggs becomes a player. That's mm-hmm. when Parsons gets to rush the pass and he becomes a player. But when you hit them in the mouth running downhill on them, they become very, very human, and they're not them boys no more. They start being <laughs> the, just them guys. You know what I'm saying? That's when they become them guys. Now, I know you weren't – now, do you get to listen to the broadcast too, or do you just watch it? I, I listen too. I listen okay. also, yeah. Your thoughts on Mr. Mark Sanchez's work last night? Why am I just working for um, ESPN? Why am I not doing games? I, I – I, yeah, NFL exactly. games. I mean, yeah. I, seriously, I, I I really think that I all you gotta do is go look at a couple of my college games. You can see mm-hmm. I break down plays, I see things, and 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 I see um you know patterns happen, so I'm able to see you know what's going on. He talking about stuff he had nobody just talking about. Like, what are you talking about? I, break down the game. I've heard him do other games this season. Okay, where I thought he did a decent job. Um. I couldn't stand him as a quarterback, but I'm starting to, I was starting to come around. Yeah, he's, he seems to be, you know, finding his way and he's doing a good job. I think last night, since he had familiarity with both organizations, it kind of changed the way he looked at the game. And I right. thought he was trying to sort of overdo it yep. and pander a little bit to yes. the Philadelphia fan base. I, yes. that's, I really believe that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It you never pays it. to pander. Well, because it's, it's two sides to every coin, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a, you know, double-sided same coin, it's still two sides to that coin. Right. And he, he, he was a little too giddy mm-hmm. on his playing days and not necessarily on the game that he was talking about. Right. And it's, it's easy to get caught up like that, but you, you gotta, you know, you gotta break down the game what's going on. Like I truly believe that people to watch Eagles football are a lot more knowledgeable than most fans. They 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 go back and watch um, the replays, NFL replays, and all that stuff from the all twenty two, and they're invested in it. So they, if you could, you could just, you know, you you could really have a logical conversation with a Philly fan because they watch football. They want to be at the water cooler at work and mm-hmm. say exactly what they saw. And I, I find that a lot of people try to get confirmation on what they saw by watching the post game show with me and Seth. You know, because if we're saying the same thing, I'll get people on uh, social media to say, hey, I was thinking the same thing. I said the same thing. And, and you know, they try to correlate what we're seeing, what they're seeing. And that's, that's you know, that's great as a fan base, you know, that we do that. So if you go in with that type of mentality, understand that these fans know, they're going to want to want, they're going to want to know what you're breaking down, what you see. Like if, if like on, a, um, you know, Jalen Hurts checking to that screen pass to Jalen Rager. You know, he saw something in the box. Ray, Ray Gore, Gore, I'm sorry, Ray yeah, Gore. Yeah. <laughs> he saw a box. He saw a heavy box. If you look, the safety was inside the box. It was, it was, it was seven guys inside the box. Out on yeah. the outside, it was a lot. It was a lot less people. So he gets it out to Rager, gives him a little confidence. Number one. Yeah. But it ended up being a big play. Number two. Yeah. 
Sometimes you know, just it's just math. Like yeah, it's just yeah. math. You're like, all right, we got uh, three guys over here. They got one and a half. Let's go over there. Exactly. They're not going to be able to block this up. We're going to exactly. be able to block them. Exactly. Um, the other play that I thought was pretty pretty cool uh, was one of the um, the sneak plays that you know, when Jalen scored down by the goal line. They had four wide receivers to the right side in like a bunch yep, yep. formation. And then they had um, Devontae Smith right off, like almost playing like a wing, right off the left tackle. Did you see it? Right next to Mylotta. Yep. Uh-huh. And then Jalen Hurts just took the ball and went right behind the left guard, I think, and scored the touchdown. But it it gave the defense, like, wh- where are they going? Like, what are they? I've never seen this before. Well, they gave the illusion of if they want to run sp- sprint right option mm-hmm. with, with Jalen, um, with not Jalen, but um, with, with Smith on that play, Devontae Smith. Then they to the just left run side. Sprint. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, sprint left option. But okay. then on that on, on the on the bunch that's like a diamond bunch on that side, you could do the same thing. You could run a, a crossing pattern. You could run an out pattern, and a then rub. you can run a stop pattern yep. right there in the middle. And and you know you got to defend that also. But then he just tucks in behind, you know, the big left tackle, and and, and he takes him to the promised land. Yeah, you know, that's, I mean, that's what you do. I mean, and I tell you what, that offensive line came to play. They were root hogs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying for. You know, for the majority of the game on those um, QB sneaks. Did you see the other side of it from the goal line camera or the the end zone camera? Yes. Where they saw all of a sudden you see uh, no, it was it was Allen uh, coming in for the uh, Washington trying to make a play on the on the on Hertz, and then then you see Allen just getting just totally blown up yep. and it was my lotta <laughs> my lotta just came in and just bolted right he, he rolled right over him didn't he, he rolled right oh, he did, over did he? him he, and he almost flipped on i know, you know my lot almost flipped all the, on top of him man you know that that's that big hard nose <laughs> neck roll football man that i love man. i yeah. can watch that all day yeah it, it's, it's enjoyable now to watch the Eagles play because of the run uh, run plays. Yeah, it is because you, you just you just, you start to really get caught up in watching the offensive line and you know making big blocks, pancaking guys, and <laughs> getting out on you know into the second third level and leading guys down the you know down the sideline. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man, it is I fun. It. it is. I fun. love it. All you know, right. at the end of the day, man, I'm 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 loving the fact that this team has an identity now. They were wandering around as what like you know a bunch of you know, hapless football players, you know, just a team full of guys that just run plays out there. Mm-hmm. Now there is a, a, a rhyme to their method, a method of operations, you know, the mode of operations. They have that now. They right. they have an identity. They're not just going out there and just being some slappies, just trying to throw, throw something against the wall and hope it sticks. All right. They know now they're going to run the rock, man. Now, what is your, uh, your Barrett tone going to be for this week? Well, I'm, I'm not going to do a breakdown on plays. I'm, I'm going to do it on. Um, You're not going to do that Kelsey play. No, well, see, my boy didn't have a my boy didn't have his his computer right now. His uh. computer's in the shop, so it's shut down. So I gotta I gotta you know give something that have you know the the great um, graphics and stuff on it. I gotta go in and uh. you know almost. It's not really mundane because I'm going to talk about you know how this team is finally starting to. Um, to be a team, you know, like Jalen Hurts, you know, taking the reins and becoming the leader of this team. Uh, Dallas Goddard stepping into his, his, um, you know, t- stepping into this team, being a leader on this team, number one, but an offensive weapon, number two. Mm-hmm. And he understands that he has to play well for his team to play well. 
the offensive line, you know, next man up, you know, how they've got guys that just come in there and, and, and don't miss a beat with what they do and what their true identity is. It's going to be something like that, you know. And then, you know, you, you have guys that, like, um, in the run game. You know I mean, yes, Sanders, the last two games have had over 100 yards. They've had over 120 yards the last two games. Yeah. But it's still running back by committee. Howard comes in and tenderizes that defense a little bit. I like and that. Then Miles Sanders comes in and just breaks one. You know, mm-hmm. everybody is taking their role and, 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 and really, you know, advancing in their role as, as playmakers yeah i liked how they rolled uh jordan howard in there in the second half yeah you know it's, yeah. it's just sort of you know it's sort of like hey, this Change guy's coming in fresh yep you know and you're already tired from chasing sanders around all day and then mm-hmm. he comes in just power football bam we're not <laughs> but i didn't like this though i didn't like that they had him turning his shoulders to the sideline and running these sweeps on the outside he's not that type of back howard he doesn't have the speed yeah he doesn't have right. the speed to be that type of back. you lead those you lead those to Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. You just hand the ball off to Howard. You run power. You run trap. You run inside zone. <laughs> just right up the middle. You know he ain't. She's not trying to deviate uh, anywhere past. You know where that where his line of direction is going to be. He's running straight downhill. Whether the lineman is there or not, he's going to run through that hole. And that's yeah. what they should have him doing. Forget all that running to the sideline stuff. Just run him straight north and south. All right, now uh, Lou D on the stream says that he hasn't hit the like button yet because of that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> See, I trimmed it today. You know, it's it's less it's I used a little trimmer on it today and shaved well, it up. I was surprised you still I got have a haircut it on. yesterday. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm surprised you still have it have it on because you know the wife doesn't like it, right? Well she's gonna learn to like it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know because I like it. You so, like it, huh? Yep. She's going to learn to like it. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. And then when I, I, I hear used you. to say, I yeah. hear you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and then when the first time she says, you know, that mustache doesn't look too bad. I'm learning to like it. Ah, da, da. <laughs> that's what I say. To, that's, that'll be my response. Now, I saw Barkan do that to you last night. Right. Well, you know, it's funny you said that because I was sitting there and um, Seth was talking as right. usual. Yeah. Seth was talking, <laughs> and, and I'm trying to get my, but I'm way on the other side of the studio, so I'm like raising my hand, right? I'm all like this, you know, getting producers. Right. I'm trying to get the producers to see me, you know what I'm saying? So Mike finally sees me, and he, he winks at me and tells me he's gonna come to me, right? Uh huh. But when he comes to me, he gives me some total opposite of what I was going to talk about. I wanted she, to talk about what, what Seth was talking he about. He went off top. He went to a different topic, right? right. When you loaded up to go battle Seth. Nah, it's a bad job. Exactly. That's, so he's then, the quarterback, man, he's got to set you up. So he hit it, but then I, then I, I hit, I hit that topic, spoke on that topic. Then I still spun it around to what I want to talk about um, in, in the run game, mm-hmm. and I hit it perfectly. And he saw it at first. I was like, because when he first said it, he, he said it to me, he said I did like this, mm-hmm. and then I went on to hit it, and, and and once I hit it, then went to that subject. I pulled it all in. Just, you know, I I I switched it around and, and, and took exactly where I wanted it. And then right. that's when he hit the with ah da da. I'll say like, it could have been more perfect uh, it, in which you used it. That was I, great because you understood that I was a little pissed off because right. you put me where I was supposed to be. But then I got there and you saw that I got there, and then you hit me with the ah da da. I texted you right away. <laughs> I'm like, right. oh my God, barking with an ah da da. Now the, the one thing we gotta get before the end of the season, Ray Diddy to do an ah da da. You know what? That would be amazing. Yes. The internet yes. would explode. You know what? 
Diddy, he was so into his notes this last game. He was. They had to pull him out. If you I notice, Barkhand had to keep going to him. He's because yeah, he he's <laughs> looking down the whole time and writing. I'm like, dude, the game's over. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's going over everything in his head, man. It's it's it's, it's going. His yeah. mind is just going, man. And and you know you got to You have to. And in order for to get him on, you got to go to him first before you go to Seth, because Seth will take the rest of the time. Right. So you guys, you got to go straight to Diddy first. I'm noticing a theme here today. Right. <laughs> like that's once, my dog, man. Once Seth gets going, man, it's it's like, wait, are we up against a commercial break? Because he's going to continue Bro, to go. I do it. I hear it all the time. I hear Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, we're going to break. Uh-huh. Go to break. Yeah, we're, we we got to go to break, Mike. Mike, we got to go to break, Mike. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh, man. I'll tell you, that is funny. When I saw that last night, I stayed up. I stayed up late. I, I like this 7 o'clock start on the evening games. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not so bad. Like, I, I got home at 11, 30, 12 o'clock. That's not bad, right? Not bad at all. So, I got yeah. back. And uh, actually – um. When I finally laid down and went to sleep, I went straight to sleep. So it, it worked out perfectly, man. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. Yeah. You know, walked in, went straight to bed, man, went to sleep. Usually I'm up and I'm still wired up from the game. I wasn't wired up this game. Mm-hmm. I guess the expectation that we were going to win was, you know, was already there. So I'm like, all right, we won. We were supposed to do that. You right. know, this, this is supposed to be a win. And that's why you didn't see a lot of excitement mm-hmm. in those players when they came off the field. Yeah. Like they saw against the Jets. Right. They knew they were supposed to win. They knew they were supposed to beat this Washington team. Same time, same thing's going to happen this week. They know they're supposed to be. And, and plus, this is a vendetta game. They owed the Giants. Right. The Giants were talking all mad stuff about them, too. You know what I mean? They revenge. talking crazy to them. It's going to be definitely a revenge game this weekend for sure. All right. Now, a lot of a lot of folks on the stream, um, maybe Xander once can get on this. They want an ah-da-da shirt. <laughs> That would be I perfect. Mean, you know, we need to get Barrett a shirt with the same. Says let's Kevin go, Shavard. <laughs> Xander, let's go. <laughs> Xander, let's go. I'm, now, I'm hit him in the. I'm hit him in the chat. Yeah, do that. Yeah, you know, now that didn't go well for you with the stateside vodka request, though, because you're no, still, still you're still empty. I'm still sober. Yeah. Um, Boom Bap says Harry's looking like a player from the old Emmanuel flicks that came out on Prism late night back in the day. What's that? <laughs> Emmanuel, yeah, you got to look it up. All it's right. old it's old school. All and right. if you didn't have the subscription to Prism, you'd get to, like the squiggly lines and the static, but you could kind of see some of it, you know, back in the day. Yep. Yeah. We see, let me see, hold on, let me see. The rest of the stream knows what knows what he's talking about. <laughs> All right, we got Nick Kale coming up uh from Nashville. He's a huge Jalen Hurts guy. And he's going to be one of these I told you so guys today. I can feel it because he was a big fan of Jalen Hurts at Alabama, at Oklahoma. And uh, he's been watching this from afar with really no, you know, horse in the race, so to speak. Uh, But he wants to come on and talk Jalen Hurts. So we'll do that when we come back. In the meantime, smash that like button. We got a lot of people watching, not enough likes here. That that helps move the needle forward. Oh. The, the subscriptions are up over, what, 9,200? We want to get that to 10,000 here before the end of the year. Oh, what did you do? Did you go to Emmanuel? Is that what? Ba-da-da. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So it makes sense. Okay. We'll be back in three. 
This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Visit us at www.ibew98.org. On the field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
had to rush my I had to rush my grandson off the phone, man. Oh yeah? Yeah, man. He called me. Um he asked me um if uh Santa brought him a a, a, a train set. Oh, so he, he wants a little forward advanced information. Right, right. I was like, I didn't know anything about a train set. Nobody told me about a train set. Right. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to call Santa? Yeah. Yeah, because they're coming up here for, for Christmas. Okay. Because I already told I said, well, you know, he knows that Santa already knows you're going to be up here because he asked mm-hmm. me, well, how is he going to how is he gonna know where, you know, to drop the presents off? Right. I said he's going to be here. Right. Well, here. there we go. <laughs> ah, da, da. Oh, yeah. Dude, that would be <laughs> awesome. I need to send oh, that to me, man. That I need needs a, to I need happen, that. Xander. That's a great <laughs> job. That's that's actually, you know, off of the, um, the um, middle – I remember he that. That's there. the same from the middle uh, logo. Yeah, he made that. Yeah, that's cr- that's tremendous. Keep it on there for one second. I got I got to take a picture of that. Yeah, <laughs> you got to screenshot that. Yeah. Oh man, that would be tremendous. Now, could you wear that on the set with a sport coat over it, or is that no go? I'm definitely. If I get that, I'm definitely doing that. I am definitely doing that. I'm trying to figure out how I can get it. Now, Zandy Hill, let me know. Yeah, hey, Zander, you gotta let me know how to do that, you know. So uh call me after the show. I think Xander's got access to all those screen print guys. Yes. They probably, he's, he's gonna order one, he says. Okay, so you're gonna get it. Now, what size? Better tell how many X's before the L. Four X's. Four XL. You know, to be comfortable, yeah, let's make it five X's. Five XL. Do they with make a, a five XL LT, t-shirt? With an LT on the back of it, too. Four XL, I mean five XL T. Five XLT. All yeah, right. We definitely need to do that, you know. Ah, da, da. Wow. It has uh, so much meaning, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it answers so many questions, and you know you've answered a question when you at the end you can say ah da da. That right. means it's a, the final point is done. You know what you're talking mm-hmm. about, and it's just that's it's like, like a mic drop. Like it's like yeah. a mic drop. That's exactly kind of thing. what it is. Yeah. Exactly what it is. Right. Now Boom Bap says, Where's Harry's face? My face doesn't need to be on that because that's not my saying. <laughs> no, we're gonna put one. We all see it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I hate to do it to I you. Hate to do it. That's perfect right there. I hate, I hate to, to do, do it, it to you. you. <laughs> but you don't really hate it. You really want to do it to him. Well, right, no, right, I hate right. to do it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's tre- tremendous. Or now, I am pissed off. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was that was from the old days. You know, that, that happened on a, uh, a show I did with Baldy. Oh, was it? When the Eagles lost again. I forget who it was to, but there was a somebody that they should have never lost to. It was and probably, uh, that, probably that Minnesota game, yeah, no. <laughs> the Joe Webb game. Yeah, on the Joe Webb game. I don't, and I don't think it was that one, but it was, it was one that they definitely should have. It was one. I think it might have been a Giants game back in the day, but anyway, that that's what happened. I got some, I got some uh, blowback for that. You know that? Why is that? Well, for because they they almost considered that a curse. What? I mean, I mean, you don't have to say pissed. Like I, I got, uh, I got the called into the office and I understand Nick Kale is ready. Speaking of a guy who's been called into the office a few times, there he is. Look at this. He's coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee, where he's been studying, uh, Jalen Hurts's game on a week by week basis ever since he was at Alabama. And, uh, he's told me, you know, I'm, I told you, I believed in Jalen Hurts. He can be the guy. So here he is. Welcome What's going to the on, show. man? How you what the doing? hell's going on back there? <laughs> Everything is going on here, bro. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I got to say this. I got to commend Harry Mays for that 30-second opening rant a few days ago about oh. begging for football. 
Yeah. Were you happy last night that you got some football hair? I was. I, I wish I would have been able to have access to both games at the same time. But uh, yeah, I was. I was happy that at least these games came off without too much of a hitch. And I'm hoping, uh, looking at this schedule this week, uh, and you were actually the one who tipped me off to this before I actually looked at it. This is a big week in the NFL with some great matchups. Mm-hmm. I don't want any freaking COVID, any Omicron to screw this up so, because we got, you know, game Thursday night. That's a good one. Your, uh, your local team playing. We got two games on Christmas Day that look pretty good and a big card Sunday and a Monday night game that uh, we got to root for the Miami Dolphins here in Philadelphia. Uh, to finally put uh, the the foot on the throat of the New Orleans Saints. So well, you know he might up. he might like he might like you know he's an Alabama guy. He might like um, uh, Miami anyways. Yeah, Tua and yeah. Waddle. Yeah, well, I mean it's dude, it's the same thing. Like I, I don't understand why people wanted to just kill Jalen Hurts and kill Tua. I mean, you go into a pandemic last year as a rookie. Like I mean, and you're coming off of an injury in Tua's case, and then mm-hmm. for Jalen's case. So you're going to go pandemic year one as a rookie and then a new head coach year two, mm-hmm. um, a guy who won't run the ball until lately with Miles Sanders. And what, maybe a, a bottom half of the league roster, bottom third of the league roster? I mean, give the dude a chance. You 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 you, you haven't been gone from Philly long enough to know that they're not doing that. We're not doing that. We give no one chances. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you either come in and win now or or, or we want you out of here. <laughs> oh, but every, but we, we go nuts over Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew and his mustache and his bomber jacket and right. high five his dad. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's 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 the same thing. It's just so terrible. It was so funny that there was a portion. I'm not saying a lot of the fan base, but there was a portion of the fan base that was so convinced after that one game of Gardner Minshew against mm-hmm. the freaking Jets that he was the guy worth going forward with. Yet, you know, let's just give up on Jalen Hurts. I find it like it's it's an incredible study in in psychology. I you know seriously, if you just look around the league, look at how many dual threat quarterbacks are in the league now, and look what happens when you actually tailor the offense to them. I'm I, I'm not saying Jalen's Lamar Jackson, but Baltimore's built an offense around what he does really well, right? Yeah, at so well that when he leaves and he's out, like Tyler Huntley last week. I mean, if you played fantasy football, that guy put up Lamar Jackson numbers. So. Yeah. You know, I it just give the kid a chance. Let him let him get a, a year or two with a coach and a couple of drafts, and you know maybe how he'll go out and and really bolster this roster. And I mean, what what's the alternative? Are you gonna are you gonna draft Kenny Pickett? Mm-hmm. Right, right. No, exactly. I actually draft think Matt Corral. I actually think uh, Carolina might draft Kenny Pickett. Well, you know what? That, that, Matt Rule recruited smart. him to Temple. He knows that kid ever since he was 16, 17 years old and loved him. So yeah. I wouldn't surprise me. They're going to have a top 10 pick. They're going to be picking way before the Eagles are anyway, yeah. and Pittsburgh for that matter. So it wouldn't be sh- shock me if he ends up in Carolina. But anyway, um, but I, I got to ask you this, both of you guys, because and Barry, you've heard me say this many times. I love the aspect of having a quarterback that can run make plays when the when the play breaks down or even some design runs but I don't need to see my quarterback being my leading rusher you know and and having you know 15 rushes at the end of the game that is not to me I'm not convinced that the NFL that's the NFL Barrett oh to me oh yeah well it looks like he's frozen down there no I'm here oh you are you know I you got to look at you got to look at you know everything that's going on here in Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying, and 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 that's the biggest thing. For a long time, we didn't have an identity, and mm-hmm. 
we didn't know who Jalen Hurts was. Usually as a quarterback, when you get drafted, even in the second round, you get at least three years to 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 really figure out who you are, um, how you mature, what your you know what your possible ceiling could be. We're talking about a kid that you know had four four well three and a half games at the end of the year last year to a team that only won what four and a half games, and you know we're acting like you know we should know everything about him going into the season. Well, then you get halfway through the season. Now we're thinking, all right, well. We still don't know enough about him. You don't because it takes three years for you to really yep. process what a quarterback is and what his potential is. You don't know if he can read defense. You don't know if he can't read defense. You don't know, you know, if you could customize an offense around him or a team around him. And mm-hmm. we didn't give him – we're giving him a ch- an opportunity, but still the expectations are so, so, so high because you have – a GM with three first-round picks, mm-hmm. and they're, like, they're burning his pockets. I that's what I changes younger. the dynamic to this. Yeah, whole that's discussion. the only thing. Like, yeah, we, you know, we're just like my pops used to tell me all the time. You know, he's giving me my uh, my lunch money. He's like, why the money just burning a hole in your pocket? You can't wait to go spend it. Well, he's the same way. I got three first-round draft choices. They are burning a hole in my pocket. I can't wait to go use them and show everybody how smart I am. Well, you don't have to do that. Maybe you you trade them and get more picks. Going into next year's draft, and and maybe you know if, if Jalen doesn't live up to the responsibilities you thought he should have lived up to, then you go out and get a pick. But at this point, he's too young right now, to, and the sample size is too small to really see who he is. Nobody saw him playing this well at the beginning of the season. Nobody well, I mean, saw him playing I, I this did. well four games ago. Oh, well, Nick did. Nick, I just did. you, Nick. You know I, what I mean? I probably watched more snaps of Jalen Hurts than Greg Cosell. So. Really? <laughs> NFL film, yeah. <laughs> no, but like uh, Harry, I'm with you. I mean, I don't want to see him run 15 times a game, but if you know you're running that read option offense and he keeps it six to eight times a game, that's fine. But mm-hmm. you know, it's all about avoiding those big hits. Like Kyler Murray does a great job of using the baseball slide and getting down. Yeah, Russell Wilson's made a career off of that. You just both of them are baseball players, right? Yep. Both of those two guys. I just yeah. don't want to see him be like Cam Newton, where he thinks he's a battering ram because right. you see Cam at this point of 10, 11 years into the league. I mean, he's physically a shell of what he used to be. Right. Or the kid in Buffalo. Yeah. I I just And I want to see how we keep all these picks. Because I was looking at that game last night, and I actually got the game in Nashville, surprisingly. It was on. Yeah, he Uh, said you were all pissed off because you might not get got the game. I I went to the air with that. Dancing with the idiots or the mass moron or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I went to the air with that yesterday, saying that this isn't a a national game because Nick Kale's pissed off in Nashville that he's not going to be able to to watch his boy – Jalen Hurts, and here you end up getting the game, and then you get smashed sitting on the couch. Oh, well, yeah. What were you drinking, vodka? No, I was drinking bourbon, man. I'm, oh, I'm all my bourbon man. And I'm sitting there on the couch last night. I'm in, I'm in my second double, uh, my second Woodford Reserve double. Boom. And my wife's watching something on the DVR, Chicago PD or something. And I'm like, do you mind if I put uh, UTSA on the bowl game? I want to watch the bowl game. I bet UT on. San Antonio against San Diego State, Barry. Yeah, and that was a loser. Frisco by the way. Bowl. Yeah, I, I was lost. laying two and a half, and I lost. I lost that one too. <laughs> so I'm like, "Is this show live that you're watching right now?" She goes, "No, it's on DVR." I grabbed the remote from her, started yeah. flipping through the channels, and the Eagles game was on. I'm like, "Holy shit! All right, here we go. Go to bed. <laughs> go upstairs. Now, go upstairs. Go." <laughs> That's what it is, man. But you know. If you look at Jalen Hurts, and you were here when when, when Five was here, mm-hmm. how close do you see the similarities in their game, man? And here we have, you know, you know, nobody thought that McNabb would be good enough to go, you know, to five, I mean, four straight um, 
NFC Championship games. But yes, he did. So look at Hertz's game. Look at look at look at Five's game. I mean, I see so many similarities, but I kind of see more of an upside with Hertz than I do with McNabb. I mean, I, I can see the comparison loosely, the dual threat. Um, but I, I think McNabb's got a stronger arm. Um, I don't think Jalen Hurts has a great arm, but I don't think it's a bad arm either. Right, um, right, right. You know, McNabb a little bigger. Although Jalen, Jalen's got that like thickness, like from the waist more down, more powerful, like, yeah. more explosive. Yeah, than, I, yeah. I, I don't, he's a he's a weight room freak too. Yeah, you can tell yeah. he is. But I don't need him to get all swole like McNabb no. got. You know, because <laughs> he got fat, he got swole, and he was never really the same after that. Right. And I, I also don't need Jalen Hurts listening to outside noise on what kind of quarterback he should be. Because mm-hmm. obviously we remember ah, years ah, ago ah. Yeah. with ah, McNabb ah, and Limbaugh and that whole thing. But for me, the thing is, give this guy a chance. I mean, he's a pedigreed winner. He's got it. I mean, you know, you got all the traits that you need. Keep those picks. Because I was when I'm watching the game last night, I'm like, damn, Jason Kelsey's still playing at a pretty good level. But that whole group, whether it's Kelsey or Graham, Barnett, all the guys that have been on this team since 2012, 2004, like those guys are entering the twilights of their career. So mm-hmm. get this guy some, forget weapons too, because you got enough. You got Sanders, you got Goddard, you got Rager, you got Devontae. I mean, get some offensive linemen, get some pass rushers. Sign a veteran defense. wide receiver in free agency. Don't draft one. No, hell yeah. no. No. Yeah. I mean, you, you, know, you know who I'm watching lately that I love because they did it the right way? The Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Like, build your team that way in the trenches on both sides of the football. Good defense, running, offensive linemen that just impose their will. You got enough gadgets on the outside. Yeah, you but got they got a linebacker. Play. The Eagles don't get linebackers. That linebacker on that defense, he's the boss of that team. Oh, Darius Leonard? 53, yeah. Yeah, yeah. stud. Barrett, you're, you're muted. You touched the mic again. There it is. There, there, it, is. Is. there it is. <laughs> you, you heard what you just said. They got a linebacker. Right. Why are we devaluing the linebackers so much? I don't understand it. I've been, I've been in games where I looked across the line of scrimmage, and saw a guy like Sam Mills, Hardy Nickerson, mm-hmm. Ray Lewis, love Hardy, Junior Seau, and you have to account for wherever he is on the field, where he goes, your protection goes. He could totally wreck a game, whether it's in pass rush, just playing linebacker and 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 and, and getting uh, impact tackles, you know, tackles for loss going to get interceptions. You have to account for these guys. There's nobody accounting for 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 Singleton or 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 or, or TJ Edwards. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But you need one boss guy that everybody has to figure out where he is. And we don't have that. You got to get that kid Lloyd from Utah. Oh. Unbelievable. Yeah, Barrett likes him too. Unbelievable. Can run, hit you, knock you out, and can play pass coverage. Yep. You know what I mean? And and I'm also kind of pissed off of, of, of how everybody leaves Philly and becomes players. Look at Hicks, becomes a player. Sidney Jones becomes a player. You know, uh, uh, Razul Douglas. Razul Douglas up in Green Bay. Go to the Pro uh, Bowl. Grugier Hill's playing well, too. Grugier Hill uh, with the Texans. I mean, come yep. on, man. It goes on and on. And it, it, look at Zach Ertz. He's their leading receiver. The leading receiver on the team is the now the tight end that we let go. Right. Yeah, but they were they weren't going to re-sign him though. No, I, I'm, but, o- I'm okay with that. Plus, you have Goddard. So yeah, right. But I'm just saying the coaching aspect. That's that's where, where these players weren't getting while they were here. Well, they weren't speaking of the coaching, coaching. I, you know, 
seven and seven, and I don't know how these final three games will play out. It's going to be a lot of deleting of tweets and a lot of scrubbing of the social media timeline because if Nick Sirianni gets his team into the playoffs, a lot of people might have to give her a little uh, a little apology. Oh, no question. There's no question about that. You know, because this is a young team, man. A young, and people are saying, you know, these young guys are learning. It's not just the young guys that are learning. This whole coaching staff. Gannon, we are just beating him up. And he deservedly so needs to get beat up. Yeah. But he's learning as he's going along. It's a lot different being a position coach and being a coordinator where everything's lying on you. You're calling plays, and and and, and the expectations are so high that being here in Philly because we're used to dominant defense. Yep. We're used yep. to Jimmy Johnson's. We're used to, you know, uh, uh, Buddy Ryan's. We used to guys coming in, Bud Carson. We used to this type of defensive coordinators that bring the house and, 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 and let everything hang. And you just got to go out there and call defenses like that. Well, we don't have that here. And Gannon needs to get up and, and make some things happen. We're tired of the Swartzes. We want guys that are going to bring the blitz. And you have corners right now that can do it. Slade Nelson, Maddox, they can cover. So that means you can blitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't understand it, man. I will not go back and scrub my timeline because I will not apologize for being critical of using Rochambeau to evaluate a player's competitiveness. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, only, the only thing you're <laughs> scrubbing, the only thing you're scrubbing is the grooves in your wedges. Exactly right. That's, <laughs> I, I, I highly advise that for everybody too. Now the stream is uh, asking some questions. First of all, BoomBap75 goes screw Nahagian. And next we have John Shelton says, is Kale laying the 13 and a half for Bama against Cincinnati? Uh, well, number one, yes, I echo that. Screw the Higgins. Uh, so that's number <laughs> we, one. We love the Higgins, yeah. but screw him anyway. I mean, nobody cares about the Peach Bowl. <laughs> Just get back to the Eagles. Um, I what, what's how he said? What's how he said? I mean, what are we doing? I mean, and it's football season. This is not even football season. It's in April. Nobody cares what Bear Brooks says about the Flyers. Right. We uh, need to talk Eagles with the talk draft. Bear, Bear, I'll give you a, I'll give you a classic Nahigian example. Uh-huh. So you know how two days ago Harry blew up about not having any football and he was all ticked off. Yep, yeah. yep. And like one of the things that's great about Harry is Harry never manufactures outrage. Like nope. It <laughs> might be two months before he blows a gasket, but when he does, it's it's genuine. Right. So this was the first time because Harry sent me the link and I watched it. First time I've seen him or heard him that angry since 2012, and Harry knows where I'm going. Uh-huh. Middle of summer, nothing to talk about. Philly's bullpen blew another one, and Harry comes in the next day with Baldy and opens up the show. And the first words out of his mouth are, I am pissed off, Baldy. <laughs> He's just going on. Uh, it was and, a Phillies game? I thought it was an Eagles game. No, no, it was okay. a Phillies game. Because you were producing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like Joe Blanton screwed up or something. I don't know. You would have known then. Okay. Yeah, and, and the Higgian comes walking in the studio and he goes, I mean, this is great. Harry's just torching people. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, and it was basically, why can't you do that every day? Yeah, like, where's like, that for four hours a day every yeah, day? Yeah, because I can't. You think I got 20 hours of that in right. me? You're not right. paying me for that. Oh, There's only one guy that can do that, Harry. That's right. That's and he's right. talking about Baltimore and Buffalo. That's right. <laughs> Give me your thoughts there. Go ahead. Fire away. What do you got? Okay, pal. Uh, but what about the Bama 13 and a half? Yeah, I think I told you this a couple of days ago when we were texting or talking. I kind of like Cincinnati getting the points. Um, mm. I think Alabama's going to win. Like if that if that number gets to fourteen or fourteen and a half, I mean it's got to be Cincinnati's Super Bowl. And Alabama's coming off of playing the game that meant so much to them a couple of weeks ago against Georgia. 
where they were kind of written off and they wanted to show the world. So I, I kind of think Cincinnati getting the points is decent. I could see that being a 10-point game. Hmm. So he likes uh, Barrett. Wow. Now, will you bet that? You're going to bet against uh, Barrett? Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. You? I mean, I, two years ago, I think it was the 2019 Iron Bowl. I took mm. Auburn getting the points. Mm. Well, I don't wow. think, man. I, I, I understand what you're saying, man. But, and, you know, they're a well coached team. Cincinnati's a well coached team. But sometimes, you know, if you don't have the horses in the race, you, know, you got you to look past that coaching. And, you know, I just think that Alabama has so many horses. That yeah. they can go to, that sometimes you know you just run out of you just run out of saddles over on the other side. You know, there's yeah. not <laughs> enough saddles over there on Cincinnati's side, man. So I think right. you know um, the players, you know, just come in droves and waves and waves and waves. I don't know if uh, Cincinnati can compete with that, man. Well, yeah. Cincinnati's got two really good corners, and keep in mind, Mechie's out. Right. Yeah, he's out for the for the rest of the year. Yep. Unfortunately, part of year, part of next year too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you run out of saddles, Barrett, you got to go bareback. I love riding bareback on a Saturday night. Not broke back. Right. Wow. Let's go to, let's go to the phone. Hold on, you two, man. I mean, what was the last time you guys got You guys are just, you know, back on track already, man. I you talk know, to this guy like three times a day. Are you kidding me? Yeah, anytime you know anytime the best something is, happens the on thing, TV, Barrett. here goes the phone. Here he comes. Here he if is. I try to reach out to him around dinner time and the Lima's home yeah. and he's in the kitchen doing the dishes, no, no automatic shot. ignore call. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, one or, ring straight to voicemail. Or after like nine o'clock, if she's still up and we're watching something, forget it. It's not. It's not happening. And and then when he then when he does pick up in the evening, he sounds like death. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he just answers. He's like, hello. Yeah. Hello. So, <laughs> I, so. I like I like to call him around two thirty because I know he's on the golf course. I call uh -huh. him around two thirty, <laughs> and he knows that pisses him off. Right. He knows right. I'm playing. He knows I'm playing golf. Yeah. Right. I'm now. not answering this. <laughs> The hell is going he knows on? I'm playing golf yeah. right now. What is he doing? Yeah, and yep. the worst the worst thing is if I forget to turn the ringer off, and then then it's actually ringing like in the cart, and then I go over there and it's freaking Barrett. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! He knows I'm out here. God <laughs> damn it! Right? <laughs> I know he's playing golf too. I know it for. A I fact just hit a six golf. iron, one ninety oh, uphill. I just hit one crisp. <laughs> Leave me alone. Right? Oh man. Oh man! All right, so uh, you, you, got, you got any picks that you want to leave with the people? Because we got a lot of degenerates on the stream here. I do. And as I said, this card this week looks really good in the NFL. Yeah, I do. I got um. You want NFL or college? Yeah, whatever you got. Uh, fire away, Pat. What do you ah, got, fire Pat? away. Uh, yeah, I like UCF is up to seven now against Florida. Against Florida, yeah. I think that's the uh, the Gasparillo Bowl. Mm hmm. Um. I think Tony Bruno will be reporting from the sidelines of that game. Right, he's got he'll have beads on on right. the sideline and be yeah. giving them out to women. He'll be yeah. the field analyst. <laughs> exactly. What do you have? Uh, in the, um, <laughs> what do you have in the Armed Forces Bowl? Uh, Armed Forces Bowl. I kind of like Missouri. I think it's up to six and a half. I mean, maybe I'm a sucker. I mean, how's an SEC team getting six and a half against a military school? But um, I'm taking them. I'm taking UCF, and then I like in the NFL. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals. After mm. that terrible loss to the Lions against the Colts, Colts coming off the great win against it's the like Patriots. Like a half a point now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a small number. And um, I also like uh, the Patriots again mm. um, against the Bills. Buffalo, yeah. Coming off wow. a bad loss. Wow. Two and a half, I think the number is. Mm. All right. Wow. So the Bills, the Cardinals. No, the, the Patriots and Cardinals. 
or the Patriots and Cardinals. My bad. And yep. then Missouri in the bowl game and UCF. Yep. All right. Very good. There he is. Nick Kale. Uh, follow him on Twitter. What's your Twitter again? Is it just at Nick Kale? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. At Nick Kale there's on only, Twitter. There's only one. There's only one in this whole entire world. He tweets right a lot. There. He tweets a lot. You might have to mute him on like a college football Saturday. It gets, <laughs> it gets I mean, it's just like. Hey, if you, want, if you want Culligan holiday ball tweets, I'm your source. He's the guy. He's the guy. <laughs> All right. We appreciate you jumping on, man. Have a great uh, weekend. If I don't talk to you 1,500 times between Saturday, now yeah. and Saturday, Merry Christmas. Yeah, I'll call you tonight. All right. There he is. Now get out. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, just I mean, you guys just bounce all these other man like you guys were working together yesterday, man. Right, that's, that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, he's a pain in the ass sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we uh, we're about due for a time. Oh my God, here we go. Look at this. I hate to do it to you. I hate that, to do no, it. That's amazing too, bro. You like that? Yes, you know, that's, sir. That's with the mustache that kind of comes a little bit down on the on the yeah, you yeah. know the outside. I I don't have that anymore, but that's still I like that. Got That's the gap nice, in there. That we got to, you know, we, we when we start doing these remotes, man, we got to have those shirts. Wait, ready. we're doing remotes? We're gonna have to, man. We're growing as a, we're growing as a station, and we're growing as a show, man. Wait a second, are you privy to information that I am not privy to? No, I've this. I know we better be growing like that. So that's what we've been doing this for. I feel We're not like doing your grandson space. here. I'm calling you like, is Santa going to bring me this train? Like, what, <laughs> you know something that I don't know? We got to, man. You know, this station, we're growing. We'll have over 10K before the new year. Yeah. Well, we need you to. Know what I'm yeah. You we know, got to have it. We're still, what, 1,490,000 behind Pat McAfee. Right, right. Okay, so, so, so he's we got a million five. Million? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy's making 30 mil a year, okay? That's the goal. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine me with 30 million a year? I couldn't imagine because you would be like Kaiser Sosa. You'd be gone. I'd either be in prison or six feet under the ground. <laughs> all right? That's why I don't have that kind of money right now. All right? Back in three. We got a final half hour to go. Uh, we'll keep uh, going with the stream, having a lot of fun today. It's our final show until the uh, the holiday, so lots to do on the other side. Uh, you're you're listening to The Middle with Harry Mays and Barrett Brooks. Smash that like button on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees. 
donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back. Final half hour of the middle. And again, we're going to be uh, off tomorrow and Friday. Friday, as uh, Mike Kern would say. So uh, get in right now on the stream. Uh, with you know, with we're the looking, shady internet. Yeah, with a, sh- a shady <laughs> internet. My goodness. We had um, Joe Conklin on, on the podcast the other day. And, of course, he's the man of a thousand voices. And he does Kern. Like to a T. I can only imagine. Oh my God, it's so good. And I'm, I said, you know, we're just going to have you on from now on as Kern because you have a good internet signal. Yeah. Just put him in a lazy boy chair and just have you imitate Mike Kern. And he, he, does, he does, and he's like, you know, what, what's wrong with my internet? Yeah. Yeah. He has no, he has no idea how bad it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we'll, we'll keep going back and forth with the stream, but I want to look at this, uh, at this schedule here, Barrett. For this week, because this if this comes off without a hitch, as far as the virus is concerned, this might be the best week of football yet with these games and the game Thursday night. Actually, I want to get your take on this. San Francisco is playing about as good as anybody in the NFL right now. They they again have really founded their identity, which was always they like to run the football. They're using Debo Samuel, who's a monster in all different types of roles. He is a very versatile great player he's leading his team in rushing and receiving yeah how about that <laughs> you know garoppolo's playing well they're not it's sort of a situation like where i kind of see jalen hurts except jalen yep. hurts can run like garoppolo i don't really think he's a runner no. he's got functional mobility if the play breaks down he might be able to get you a couple of yards but they don't want him to have to throw the ball 25 to 35 40 times and well, you, that's you, the way they win Yep, you're right, man. And and Harry, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. This game is tomorrow. Yeah, I did. It, it seems <laughs> weird to me that we're gonna watch another NFL game I tomorrow. I know it's crazy. 
It is. Uh, but San Francisco's favored on the road by three and a half at Tennessee. Tennessee is a tough-minded football team. And they just came off a loss. They did. And they're I know a little they're... pissed off, you know, and, and their head coach is one of those guys. He's going to he's gonna have those guys motivated. They're going to be at home. Yep. You know, this is going to be a good game, man. This might be one of the better games, the better Thursday night games, because, you know, everybody, <clears throat> that whole team is pissed off, and the 49ers are getting into doing what they what they do best, and that's playing physical, neck roll type of football. Right. So, you know, this is going to be a clash of the Titans. Literally. Uh, remember the Titans. <laughs> uh, Tennessee's nine and five. And like you said, they got came off that loss against Pittsburgh last week. I watched a lot of that game uh, in the in the early window. Uh, they've now lost three of their last four. Yep. You know, when they and they lost Derrick Henry, they kind of went on a little streak here and, and were winning some games. Now it's starting to come back. And I think thinking they're they're really missing him, but he might be available. I understand for the playoffs, and that's the other thing to skip to another game. Tampa, of course, lost Godwin for the rest of the year now with an ACL. Fournette uh, has a hamstring, I believe, but I saw something yesterday. I think it was Schefter put it out that they may put him on IR for the rest of the regular season, but he may be available for the playoffs. Well, just to get that spot, you know, and and there's no reason why. Uh, <laughs> You know, B.A., Bruzarians is like, you know, eh, well, you know, Antonio Brown, you know, he, A.B., he served his time. And, you know, hell right. yeah, I'm going to let him come back. <laughs> was there right. any question? Right. <laughs> was there any question? Yes, he can come back. Yes, and I'm welcoming him with open arms. Exactly. He needs to hurry up and come back. Now, of course, Tennessee still, you know, I.R., speaking of I.R., A.J. Brown is on I.R., and that's a big loss for them. And Julio Jones is questionable. He's been banged up. He hasn't really done anything for them this year. Well, you know what? Uh, if you look at the Eagles, man, we haven't heard anything from Brandon Brooks. I know. And maybe it was a little more that you know that that uh, that uh, arm injury was a little more serious mm-hmm. than uh, they let on with that. I heard, you know, little things to saying that he's practicing. Okay. You know what I mean? So um, maybe he ripped it all the way, right? And uh, you know, they just didn't want to say anything about it. Could it also be that they're like, hey, that. We're getting pretty good. We're getting pretty yeah. good production with what we've got in there right now. Why rush him back? Right. You know, and let's maybe just give him the whole rest of the year and get ready for next year. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. Him at 70, 65% is still a whole hell of a lot better than Nate Herbig. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. We all see it. We would all see it. It's it's a hundred percent. That would be one of the strong right sides again, then you would have a balance of that offensive line would be incredible because, mm-hmm. you know, Landon Dickerson will be back. You know, he's just under COVID, you know, protocol. Right. He comes back on that left side, and then you have Brooks coming on that right side. You could run any play in the book with those guys. Right. You know, as a unit. You know, that'd be, that'd be, that would by far be the best O-line in the NFL. You know, now, imagine yeah. that. You know, you got, you got Malata, Dickerson, Kelsey Brooks, oh yeah, and Johnson, yeah. That's, that, that could be Woo. five Pro Bowlers right, right. there. Yeah, it's, it's li- ridiculous. Uh, now the Browns in the other game, and you notice that this line is a little touch short, maybe for a Green Bay home game, only favored by seven. Cleveland absolutely has to have the game. They're currently in the twelfth spot in the playoffs in the AFC. So that's way down. Uh, absolutely have to win. I still don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, even if they win this game. But they're it's missing a lot of players. 
Yeah, the AFC is just too deep for him, man. Yeah. You know, maybe another year, but the AFC, man, everybody wins. You know, everybody has double-digit wins, like, in the AFC, man. Well, the top teams, all of them have double-digit wins, and everybody else is just, like, you know, sprinkle in around five wins. You know, there's no team that's, like, in the middle. You're either really high, a bunch of wins, yeah. or you're really low with a, you know, with a low amount of wins. There's you know, a there's lot no of eight and sixes in the AFC. Right. <laughs> a lot of teams. You got the fourth seed, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth are all tied at eight and six. Wow. Yeah, and, and we're, then we're we're tied with with seven and seven mm-hmm. on the AFC, NFC. and we're out more on the outside right now, right? Looking in, <laughs> so that that'll give you some indication. Yeah, Cleveland's seven and seven, and they're twelfth with Miami, the Vegas Raiders, and the Broncos are also at seven and wow. seven. Wow, so it's pretty stacked up. And then you and then you have the big fall off to the Jets, who only have three wins. So exactly a lot of well, depth in there. No, how does you know? How does um? Jacksonville look now that uh their coach is gone, they got the number one pick. Yeah, you know, what direction are they gonna go, man? That's just you know, well, that, there's no hope there. I saw another thing yesterday, I think it was yesterday, that uh some of these national analysts now are picking up on this Doug Peterson to Jacksonville thing. What? Yeah. Well, you know what? I just listening to the games and uh on Sunday and being able to sit back and watch the games and watch that Chicago game. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, I man. Nagy's out of there. I don't see how he. I don't see. I, I don't see how he's going to make it through the end of the year. I don't either. I mean, maybe the only thing that could save him is the fact that Fields, you know, wasn't the starter at the beginning of the year. They went with the whole Andy Dalton thing, and that's his fault, though. Well, yeah, it could fault. be, but maybe also, you know, Pace because Pace would get fired too as the GM too. Maybe right. they both go to the ownership and are like, look, you know, just give us one more year with this kid. You know, we we took him. We think a lot of him, blah, blah, blah. And they're owned by like, the you know, that older woman, McCaskey. She's yeah, probably yeah. very soft and they she could probably be molded. Well, you know, giving him one more year. I, I don't think that uh, Nagy's going to be, you know, worth keeping around. So I, I don't know. But another team that nobody's really talking about. It's Seattle. Mm-hmm. Pete you know, Carroll. Yeah. Does Pete Carroll make it through this year. Well, if he loses Russell Wilson, I don't, you know, would you stay? Well, I, but see, that's it. I, I think that Pete Carroll would leave anyway. They would fire him anyways in the hopes that uh, that he would stay, that Russell Wilson will stay. I think it's, it's, all, it's all about what Russell Wilson wants to do. Mm-hmm. If they can bring in another coach to keep him there, oh, they'll fire Pete Carroll in a, in a New York minute. Right. I would love to move to Florida to be a coach right now. Right. I mean, I'll I'll go. I'll go be like uh, an intern or something. Right. You know, put together the video the video stuff of the opponent each week. So, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a lot of t- How many teams do you think going to be looking for new coaches next year? Uh, well, let's just I got the standings here right now. AFC. Uh KC, New England, no. Tennessee, no. Cincinnati, no. Indianapolis, no. Chargers, no. Buffalo, no. Baltimore, no. Pittsburgh, no. Vegas, yes. So you got to go down to the 10th seed in the playoffs to get to a a, a yes. (laughs) Miami, no. Cleveland, no. Denver, yes. That's two. The Jets, no. They're going to stick with him for a year or two more. Houston, yes. Yes. And Jacksonville. So there's four in the AFC. NFC, Green Bay, no. Dallas, no. Tampa, no. Unless... Tampa, if they won the Super Bowl again, 
BA be I could there. see BA retiring. Yeah. And then yep. they probably just give it to like a Leftwich or a Todd Bowles. Yep. Who are right yep. there. That I could see happening if they win the Super Bowl. Even if they get to the championship game. You know, he's had health issues in the past. You know, maybe he just decides to hang it up. I don't know. I'll right. leave it I mean, a question mark for that. Yep. Yep. For Tampa. Uh, Arizona, no. Rams, no. Niners, no. Vikings, yes. If they miss the playoffs, he's absolutely out of there. He's out opinion. of there. Yep. Uh, Philly, no. New Orleans, no. Washington, no. Atlanta, no. Carolina is interesting. It is. I think he's going to be back uh, simply because he's got like a seven-year deal for a lot of money. Well, the only thing is he made the wrong decision. At quarterback. At the quarterback, yeah. Yeah, and the, the, and the running back, who too much of the offense was tied to a sl- undersized tailback. Yep. And, and also, he's hurt all the time. Also, the receiver, you know, he brought from uh, the Temple guy that he had with him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, yeah. Yeah. He didn't pan out either. And that's one Well, of I think guys. he didn't pan out because they didn't have a quarterback that could get him the ball. I mean, Cam oh. Newton can't throw the football, <laughs> and Darnold stinks. Um, but I don't, I think he'll be back, but it, it wouldn't totally shock me if the guy said, Hey, you know, I want this guy. You're right. 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 Um, Seattle that's dependent upon Russell Wilson. Right. See a change there. Um, bears. Yes. I still believe they're going to fire him. Yep. Lions. No, they're going to bring your boy back. What about the giants? I think he's gone. Okay, with the general manager too, right? Yes, yes. Clean house. They're going to have to. Yeah, I think so too. So that looks like up to maybe seven coaches. Jacksonville, yes. Yeah. They've already done that. So I don't think they keep Daryl Bevel in. No, uh, no way. For the head coach. No. So, uh, you know, the the stream came out with an interesting, uh, you know, Armored Saints, Peterson to the Giants. Uh, Well, yeah, that's been talked about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. That wouldn't stun me, boy. That would be interesting from from our perspective, wouldn't it? It would be very interesting. Twice a year against Doug P. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That wow. Would be good. Uh, McFact says, "Why Houston looking for a head coach? They just hired a guy." Yeah, I know that. Uh, they hired the uh, Mr. Nachos. Yeah, uh, okay. from uh, former Eagles uh, wide receiver coach. Yes, I just think that he's a placeholder. That's yes. all. That's why. Yes. Yeah. Why they get through this whole debacle yeah. with, with the Watson. quarterback situation? Yeah. yeah, and you know, once they get need a fall guy. I mean, they'll be drafting near the top. I don't know if they take a quarterback there. Maybe it's a, a destination for, you know, Derek Carr. You know, there's going to be a bunch of other quarterbacks that are probably going to be changing addresses. Right. 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 You know. So, but I think he's a placeholder. That's why I got nothing against the guy. No, me neither. You me know, neither. But I he hasn't done anything. Less. No, he has Besides talk any... about nachos. Right. <laughs> First, I like to start with the nachos. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. Shad would go crazy over there. I know. <laughs> I know. By the way, have you seen his, his Twitter? No. Every day I wake up to four or five tweets from him complaining that you could have made money on my awesome-o tweets that, that hit in last night's game, but Twitter won't allow you to see it because we're not bitching about the president or the vice president or this or that. It's unbelievable. Every day. I can't 
I can't believe it. I can't I'm about to say I can't believe. It. I can't believe. It. You know, I can't believe. It. Only 200 people saw this tweet. Those 200, I hope they made money. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep, yep. Oh man, he's doing good over there though. So that's good. But uh, seven coaches, man, could could be uh, could be fired. Well, it seems like it's at six, five or five six, or six every year, right? Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Seven. That's a lot of bad football being played. Then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. A lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. All right, uh, the next game that I wanted to ask you about, the Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati is a great game. Uh, Lamar be back. Um, Cincinnati won that game on the road in Denver, kind of an ugly, low-scoring slugfest. One of those games that the old Cincinnati Bengals would have found a way to lose, and they're not the old Cincinnati Bengals. I really like the Ravens in this spot getting two and a half on the road. They got to win. They're they're outside the playoffs right now. Yes, Cincinnati's in first place in the division. Yep. yep. Yeah. And they need this in the worst way. That's why I think their quarterback comes back and plays. Yeah. You know, um, that that's going to be one of those games that, you know, when you look at it, if they don't win, they're not making it. So they right. have to win this game. Right. I it's agree. It's a must that they beat the Bengals and the Bengals are playing well, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bengals just, they just beat up on a, wasn't it? Um, it was Denver. Wasn't, uh, Denver. Yeah. Yeah. It was Denver. Yeah. So, I mean, another AFC game uh, that's going to be good is the Broncos and the Raiders. Oh yeah. That's a one point line. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. a good game. I didn't know what the line was, but that's going to be a good game. Raiders are home, but they're only a one point favorite against Denver. That is crazy. Uh, that's good. And then Buffalo, New England, this is a game where, uh, um, for the division? Or did uh, Patriots already wrap up the division? No, let me see. Let me check. Uh, <laughs> New England's at nine and five. Buffalo's at eight and six. So Buffalo wins here. They're both tied at nine and six. Now, I don't know what the tiebreaker situation is would be because head to head, then it would be even. even. So I don't know what the next tiebreaker looks like. But, you know, Buffalo has to, has to win this game on the road. It didn't. Uh, didn't Kale say he liked New or uh, New England? Yep. Yeah, he said he liked New England. I might take Buffalo in that game. That's a must win for him. It's you a know, good game too. They're, they're, yeah. yeah, their back is against the wall. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't have thought that this game would have this much relevance mm-hmm. after watching what I watched last year. Right. You but wouldn't Bella have thought checked. New England would have been that good, right? I would have thought that that the Bills would be sitting high at the top of the division, nobody else around them. And they've totally came back down to earth, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Belichick has finally has formulated a way to become relevant again. Crazy. Plus that defense is a lot better. Oh, that defense is amazing, bro. The Judon guy and then yep. that uh, yep. Duggar, the, the safety. He's a player too, man. And then uh, what the, the kid they got from Alabama um, yep. on, on the defensive line. Yep. Yep. In the middle, just cranking it out. Barmore, Christian yep. Barmore. Yeah. He's a stud, bro. He's a he stud. Is. He, he was a stud last year in college. So, uh, what about you? You like the Rams to beat Minnesota on the road, don't you? Yes, I do. Hmm. Yes, I They're do. Favored by two and a half. They, um, they, found a, they found their offense. They found their offense. And, you know, looking at that defense, they're getting a lot of guys back off that pro. Um, uh, protocol. Yeah, they were pretty banged up over that. They were like, I mean, they almost week. had like 25, 26 guys. Yeah. You know, they still found a way to win. Mm-hmm. That would really help the Eagles if the Rams won that game. No, they're going to win it. 
It's going to really help the Eagles because the Eagles will win this week. The Vikings will lose. That'll mm-hmm. put them one step above them, and the Eagles will be back in the playoff picture. They'll be they'll be sitting at number seven. All right. What about uh, Pittsburgh at Kansas City? This is the late window four twenty five doubleheader game, I believe. I'm not even going to hold my breath. That's that's going to be a blowout. Seven and a half. The Chiefs are favored by. That's such home. a short line, man. They're going to beat them by fourteen, man. I don't I, I don't see any cohesiveness with this with the Steeler team. Yeah. I mean, they barely squeaked out a win last week. Mm-hmm. Um, that offensive line just sucks, man. That's they just turned. Not what they turned Tennessee over a bunch and only got field goals out of it. Right. I, think, I think they kicked four field goals off of the four turnovers that they got. In that they game. can't move the ball. No, they can't. They're really difficult to watch offensively, right. man. And you know this is, and I, mean, I, I like Najee Harris. Yeah, but they can't open up any holes for him. No, no if they don't they pass it to him, he'll have nothing. Yeah, their O line stinks, and I don't know if you happen to see the the play last week. Um, it was like kind of like a wide receiver screen. And Ben throws it to Claypool, who's wide open, right? Oh, yeah. Claypool turns his head just as the ball comes to his hands and dropped it. And it would have been been a pretty nice play. He would have he had some blockers, I think, and he would yep. have made made a nice gain. And you could see in the camera shot, which was from behind Claypool on the sideline, you could see Ben just go, oh. God, like what? Like he has just had it. Like he's like, dude, I'm he may I'm, not get another pass. Right. I'm being held together by duct tape and bubble gum here. And I'm trying to gut this thing out. I took a pay cut and and you're giving me this. Like we all see it. Right. We all see it. Uh that's gonna be interesting to see what they do at quarterback. Well, it is because I, I don't I don't think Ben comes back this year, nor that they want Ben to come back this year. Mm-hmm. Um this is more so a, a team that's in transition. They've got to find a quarterback, and they, they they don't have a quarterback to take the reins right now. Like, if, if, if Ben gets hurt, they are screwed. Right. They are yeah, really Mason screwed. Rudolph is not the guy. No. No. I mean, you know, he's he'll be a backup for quite a long time, but he's not a starting quarterback. No, he's not the guy. And also, uh, what's the kid from Ohio State? Oh, uh, from the from Washington, he came right, from right, Washington. Right. Washington. Haskins, Haskins. Yep, yep. Haskins. Yeah. He's he's not the answer either. No, I agree with you. I tend to agree with you. So uh, let's see what's the uh, what's another big one this weekend? Tampa Bay, Carolina. Uh, that's not a big game. Um, Chargers at Houston. No. Jacksonville at the Jets. That's like a draft pick game. <laughs> you know. I can see my our buddy Jake Asman just going crazy. You want to you want to follow somebody during a jet game? He's the guy. What do you call it? A draft the draft pick game? It's like a draft pick game. I mean, seriously, there's nothing else on the line here. Oh, you need to coin that, man. You yeah. should start tweeting that right now. The draft pick game. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like that's great, man. That's that's exactly what it is. The draft pick game. Both yeah, time, both teams are horrible. Yeah, Jacksonville is at the top of the draft at two and twelve right now with Detroit with the number two pick because they have that tie, so they're two eleven and one. Jacksonville's two and twelve. Yeah, Houston and the Jets are both three and eleven, but Houston has the third pick. The Jets have the fourth pick. I mean, if you're Jacksonville, you don't you don't want to win that game, do you? No, no, no. They didn't want to win the last game. They um they won. I mean, the only game they won. 
Would you think about shutting down Lawrence for the rest of the year? Or no, no just let him play. Just let him play. I don't want him to get hurt, though. Yeah, right, right. You no, know, that, that's the only thing. It's kind of a and weird the first situation. Pick, which way do they go? They go well, I mean, kid from let, Oregon, Tebedo from Tebedo, Oregon, yeah. or somebody. You know, an impact or the, player. The DM from um, or an offense. Is there an offensive lineman worth taking that high? I don't think there is this year. Not right now. No, no. You don't have the pennies right now. Right, um, in this Sewell. Yeah. yeah. But do you know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't see an impact player that that is not on the defensive side of the ball that can go number one at yeah. the number one pick. A lot of big defensive players going to go yes. in this first round, man. Hence, that's why the Eagles the Eagles can't mess this up. They can't mess this up. Mm. At least two. I mean, I I would go so far as to get another offensive lineman, a linebacker, and a rush in. Now, when you, know you say that? another offensive lineman, are you forgetting about Sayamalu as the maybe the replacement for Kelsey? Um, I I don't see them bringing back a lot of guys. Like I think they're going to trade Dillard, so they're going to okay. need a swing tackle. Right, but you're not okay. going to take a swing tackle in the first round, though, are you? No, but but Brandon Brooks, that's my guy. That's my guy. He is right. my guy, man. He's still a dominant guy. That you know, but they need to mold somebody to come in and be that. That um, that that guard going forward, you know, or, be... or maybe even Lane Johnson going yeah. forward. Well, what about the um, Driscoll? He's 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 a backup. He's not a starter. You don't think he'd be a starting guard at some point? No, no. no. What about Opeta as a right guard as a starter? He won't make the team this next year coming. Really? No, I think the the, the kid um uh, Dakota. Whatever his name is, Dakota, he he's gonna replace Opeta. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. Dakota's pretty good, man. He was with uh Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Watch a film on him. He is really, really good, actually. You know, so I, I um I can remember watching him in the preseason. And then mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's the reason why they protected him this year. On the practice squad. Yep. Yeah. Jeremiah Butler says we're done with Brooks. And he's not referring to you. <laughs> he's referring to Brandon Brooks. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying, man. You know, Father Time is undefeated. Yeah, and you know, and it's, and it's, it's, it has nothing to do with me liking, you know, Brooks or Johnson. You know, mm-hmm. it's just tough, and they understand it. It's the nature of the beast, and you know, you can't make the club in the tub, man. That's right. Joey B's back on the stream. He's, he's Joey, what's up, bro? Maybe Joey B was actually working for a while because we didn't see him on the stream. Yeah, he's that. back. Never, never working, man. Come on now. <laughs> He's multitasking. Uh, well, right I mean, now, go ahead. You wouldn't see. You don't see that. Um, you you can't see Brandon Brooks coming back next year. Who me? Yeah, I could. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me I too. could. I could. Their drafts right now are the eleventh, twelfth, and twenty third pick. And that's Indy. Twenty third is Indy. The eleventh is Miami, and then twelfth is the Eagles' own pick because they're both at seven and seven. Wow, game yep. five. We were thinking, we were at game five. We were thinking, oh, we we got you know, top three, top ten picks. <laughs> I know. And um, look at it now. I'm looking to see if this is true. This would be big, a big way to go out. Uh, White Castle. Was it was it White? Well, it says on the stream here, breaking news from Guns. All White Castle chains are closing due to a shortage of mystery meat, but that is not true. 
um, they're actually they were experiencing a labor shortage. Uh, bro, you couple hurt my heart, back. man. Yeah, you no. Hurt my heart. Don't say that, bro. <laughs> you hurt my heart, man. I had a shot go through my heart just now. Now, now would you drive up there? Or you, you anticipate driving up there over the holiday? Bro, if I might go to get some today, man. I yeah. gotta go out and brisk. I gotta go get a brisket. I gotta find a brisket somewhere. You know, my family wants a brisket, so I gotta find a brisket. Well, Chipotle so might... has the brisket. Well, yeah, but I gotta <laughs> I gotta make it one for Christmas. I know. And I gotta go find I usually find one at at, at, at um Walmart Superstore can't. So, hey, man, um, we're supposed to be out here, bro. We're supposed to have a hard out, man. Well, so we are? us in trouble, bro. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. We have a hard out? Okay. Right All right. Now. We're out. Merry Christmas to everybody. Christmas we'll to everybody. be back on Monday. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.